Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Rome If You Got Them, episode 22, where we're just going to kind of talk about some random stuff. I, as usual, I'm Carl here with Dakota. Hey, guys. How you doing? And yeah, it's just been a minute. Uh, there hasn't been a ton of content to talk about, really. So we're just going to talk some ice and fire and stuff, and we'll see where this goes. Yeah, we definitely, I think for us, for not having as many episodes come out, I think we both have just kind of been playing more because usually it comes up and it's like, oh, hey, like, let's just play a game at night. And then we never end up recording or we record and something dumb happens. Um, but yes, anyways. <laughs> yes, we had that a couple episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. Or um, someone dumb happens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So anyways, we got some... Definitely have some things we want to talk about um, in this episode. The first one that we're going to jump into. So I played in the Winter is Coming tournament in Cleveland. Um, this was a... How many players was it? It was about 20 players got together in person um, for, an or for an episode for a tournament. Um, All-day tournament. It was really fun. Uh, Brett Lanford um, from the Small Council Radio, he was there from Indy and he won it. Um, he ran a night's watch list. You might've seen it on the Facebook page, heard him talk about it. Um, I ran, oh, start. I'm sure he talked about it. He would. Oh yeah. He, he definitely <laughs> would let everybody know. Um, so uh, I ran Starks. I finished. Brett, love you. <laughs> <laughs> I ran. So in the tournament, I finished ninth. So, I mean, I was right in the middle. I ran Starks and you might be like, oh, well running Starks or finish in the middle. I only ran a seven activation edit list so for, proud of you for all four games so I, proud of you i took as my second list a howland list that was like 10 activations i um i i didn't run it i probably should have ran it in the first game which um was stark versus stark i played against a telly list and here we stand but it just like I don't know. Every game I looked at, it was like I just want to play Eddard. Uh, so just walking you through the one list that I only played, it was Eddard and Umber Berserkers, Sworn Swords Trackers with an Umber Champion. I'll get in on that in a second. Um, Tully Cavaliers, another unit of Umber Berserkers, and then Arya Sansa. So just completely off meta, seven activations, no wolves, um, and then I ran the weird unit, the Umber the Cranimic Trackers with an Umber Champion. Basically, um, I found out with Eddard, since Eddard's just fun and it's go attack, that if you actually put an Umber Champion in Trackers, you can charge your four dice, or your eight dice on four plus, you know, with the Champion, if you, for some reason, need to use, like, Lead by Example. Um, you can get up, like, ten dice charging, and then if you somehow, like, wipe the unit, you can maneuver... You know, use your surge, which is a maneuver, and then shoot. So it's just like a fun combo. I I liked it, and I just decided to rant, run it. Um, I went two and two. The two losses for me were to Starks. Probably my second loss was Stark on Stark. Probably most fun game I played in the past year. It ended in round two in Fire and Blood. Um, yeah, uh, literally round one. I had both of Eddard's. Uh, um, his like counter charge card 
and uh-huh. we both had a North Remembers, so like you'd char uh, it just basically both just kept activating and charging and then we'd aria both of or both of us like sansa to north remembers to like reactivate a unit and it was just nuts like at one point we just we had to like think about whose turn it was because like he would attack or i would charge he'd attack and then something happened and then i would play a edward card and you know it just it was nuts mm-hmm. um but no, really good games. Played a, played with a lot of good guys. Um, just kind of a fun and gen, fun event in, in general. Um, they always do a great job up at Gamer, Gamer's Haven in Cleveland. Yep, I was unable to go. I I was actually was almost able to go. We it was the <laughs> night before Christmas and all through the house. Uh, it was the night before, and we one we had uh we had company planned to come over that day from out of town. And two, my, you know, wife was, we expected her probably to have had the kid by then, but she didn't in this night before. And that company wasn't sure if they were coming. So I'm messaging the guys running the tournament, like, Hey, if I can make it, is there a spot for me? Basically. And I was running Targaryens. I was like, I don't care. You know, whatever. I was unable to make it though. Yeah. It, oh, we we should, yeah. We should also make sure you congratulate Carl. He is now a father of two he had a his wife had a second kid um a little girl what did you guys name her again ramsey nice yes little girl named ramsey born on friday the 13th in 2020 this kid not go bad <laughs> I'm, oh, well. I'm sure this kid will be pleasant forever <laughs> um but yeah so yeah night before i'm over at carl's and we're playing and then she comes down and then, like, she says something like, oh, her friend might not make it tomorrow. And I kind of just was, like, cheekishly, like, yeah, I think I can get Carl to go now. I was like, oh, can, you know, and I said, like, oh, hey, could Carl come tomorrow? And then she gave the look like, I don't know, but I'm not going to say no because you're here. So she kind of gave a maybe. And It was but, like when you're a little kid and you're like, hey, ask your mom or no. Yeah. You ask my mom if you can stay over. She won't say no to you. <laughs> yeah. It's it was basically what Dakota did. It basically, that's what it was. But it just it didn't happen um, and then meanwhile we're on the phone with brett for like an two some odd hours because he's driving with nothing to do so he's just listening to us play which was yeah i mean it's fun it for him i guess better than driving yeah better than being alone yeah, yeah that, that was the night before Nerd. so we, al- we almost had carl in on it but uh so close um but yeah no like i said great tournament um a lot of good guys a lot of people from out of town so there was whoo um a couple guys from detroit i'm live down in cincinnati i was up there um brett's in indianapolis i think there's a couple other guys from indy um there is a few guys from dayton a couple guys from buffalo i mean there was kind of people from everywhere buffalo's Um, pretty good drive to cleveland too yeah it's not four or five hours yeah it's it's not a quick drive i mean it, it takes a little time um so it was a pretty good turn. I mean, there was a kind of heck for 20 players showing up. It was kind of like a Midwest tournament. Like it was right. And I think they know. capped it at 24, but there were some people who kind of backed out last minute because that was the most they could get with mm-hmm. as proper social distancing as you can, where you're four feet away from each other playing a game. But yeah, uh, but they, they had it yeah, set they, up. They well. do a great job up there. Yeah, they, they definitely had it set up well um yeah so that was that was the tournament you 
you ran Eddard all four games, right? I did. I ran Eddard all four games. I didn't. I didn't waver. Um, after, well, the one thing too is so my f- I lost my first game, which was Stark on Stark. I won my second, which I ran Eddard against uh, Andrew Estermont in Baratheons. It was Dance of Dragons, and I won it. Um, I was act. I activated against Baratheons, and I won it. Um, and then in the third game, it was Fire and Blood, but I got matched up against a Stark again, where I wanted to run Eddard in Fire and Blood because all of a sudden mm-hmm. these two units are getting marked, and it's like, yeah, I want more dice. Like that's what I want. Right. Um, but it was Stark, so then it's like, eh, and I was like, screw, it, I'm just going with Eddard. Um, and then the last game, me and <laughs> me and um Adam, who's from Cleveland, played great guy. Um, we both were just like, all right, let's have some fun here because we were we were both out of. I mean, we were one and we were both one and two. He might have been two and one because I was kind of right there on the edge of you know staying up, you know, playing winners the whole time, and we just had a, a good time. Um, shout out to Chubb, the one raider who survived three attacks and like three <laughs> panic tests. There, so there was a raider. I swear to God, like it, I, it took three attacks to kill one model. Of, it was a raider it was nuts um, how is that possible i don't remember how it happened but it was like i uh i did something but like i charged him i did a bunch of wounds except one and then he passed his panic and then like i did something else and he like blocked them all like he just rolled you know good defensive dice and blocked mm-hmm. them and he didn't take any wounds and then he passed his panic again or something like it was nuts it was like it was the most ridiculous raider I've ever seen. That's funny. Um, and we nicknamed him Chubb, as in Nick Chubb. Hey. Um. Yeah. So great. You know, great games all around up there, though. Fun stuff. Yep. Um. All right. So, kind of want to. We're going to shift focus of the episode and go into some news. So, as of today, before. Um, recording this, there was some news spilled on the Greyjoys. Um, so, Simon it... basically released released like a news article, kind of like spoiling what I'm talking about them. Yeah, um, it basically said Greyjoys are still happening. Mm-hmm. That was about it. It didn't really give as much of a timeline. I know there's speculation basically anywhere from December through April. It's kind of. Yeah, I haven't seen anything through a store for like, hey, we have these available Mm -hmm. for pre-order now. Let me know what you guys want um, to, you know, jump on that. But it's, you know, it's something that's getting close on the horizon, I would think. Right. You know, at this point, at least it's on. The official CMOM page, they kind of, you know, they have a couple of excerpts from uh, different characters. Uh, oh, it shows the box art. It does show the boxes for the box art. I mean, yeah, so it looks like when they release, they will release with the starter set Iron Makers, Ironborn Trappers, and Greyjoy Heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iron Makers and Ironborn Trappers are those both units that are not in the starter set? Do we know that? Yeah. So the starter set, if I can, uh, it was the starter set was like Reavers, House Harlow, something, and then there was like an Archer unit. So the two boxes are like additional units. They're not um, 
starter box units. It's not like replicas coming out. Like it's actual, you know, secondary units that you can get to start adding in. Well, that'd be pretty cool. If -hmm. you're looking into getting Greyjoys, you're not getting the uh, Targaryen and Baratheon treatment. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we did see that. So basically when the Greyjoys release, they'll be caught up with Targaryens and basically Baratheons. I mean, Baratheons have more units, but the split loyalties are equal. Mm-hmm. So, um, are you are you looking into getting Greyjoys? Um, man, they look cool. I mean, the the they're Vikings. Like, yeah, how yeah, can you not want Vikings? As long as not too many people are playing them. Yeah, I, I the the pillage. What we've seen from like the pillage mechanic seems like it's going to be pretty damn cool Mm -hmm. yeah reading through the articles obviously they seem like a super offensive faction and i like that i mean i play baratheons but i like i mean who doesn't like offense i I like that whole like oh be aggressive just kind of yolo in there and mess it up i'm not planning on getting them but it could change um no guarantees right i am i'm excited to see him hit the table either way yeah, I think what yeah, once more factions, more factions getting added in actually can shape the meta. Because instead of saying, Oh, I have a counter for that, you're like, oh, I just gotta bring a decent list that can win. I'm pretty excited. Yep. Um yeah, so that was Greyjoys. They were kind of spoiled. Um and now coming upon us, the attachment boxes, um, they're getting released so they have been added to the war council app um which is updated on all platforms now um i know as of today android just got theirs um updated so you can actually like flip through and start making real lists instead of like some hijacked lists mm-hmm. um so yeah we're just gonna touch on the attachment boxes so everybody that got one it was free folk stark lannister night's watch baratheon Targaryens didn't get one. Targaryens did not, no. Uh, well, they don't... Their attachments are heroes and basically... Veterans. Dragons. Well, veterans. Well, yeah. Well, the, yeah, the, 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 the Screamer, Outrider, Co. Yeah, you can yeah. get like a, a box of vets and get attachments. Yeah, outside of them, you have the Unsullied Officer. Yeah, so I mean, not a whole bunch of attachments, I guess, actually. Which people wouldn't need the attachment if they could get their hands on the damn unit. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I'll buy an attachment box just to get the unsullied officer since <laughs> you can't get a unit of unsullied swordsmen. Um, so yeah, we're not gonna actually go through all of them individually, but if you had to say who do you think won, quote unquote, won on these attachment boxes? Hmm. I would say well, you can go first. You go first. Uh, how do you not pick Night's Watch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With that watch marshal. Uh, he comes with a quick fire, maneuver, retreat, free ranged attack, mm-hmm. and unbreakable vows. So two attached vows. Pretty awesome. And he's two points. He's two points. So you can put him in that unit of hunters. And then, uh, you know, you can make their free maneuver shoot in march afterwards or you could make two maneuvers and shoot it you know a lot of uh 
availability there. You get something like a watcher on the wall on that unit. Now they have a seven inch move. So you could get two seven inch moves and a two inch shift. You could get a seven inch move, a two inch shift, 14 inch March. Um, I think you read that wrong. So it's when this unit completes a maneuver or retreat action, it makes one free mm-hmm. range attack. Yes. So you can't double maneuver. Yeah, you maneuver, oh, yeah. shoot, and then maneuver. Yeah, I'm dumb. I'm thinking like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. you're wrong. I'm stupid. Yeah, you use your free maneuver, yep. your free fire, and then you can maneuver again afterwards or march Yeah, as your regular action. And then they also have that hardened ranger, which also two points. Enemies successfully charged in the flank or rear become panicked and weakened. And then the elusive escape, this unit may reroll all retreat distance. Enemies yeah, enemies this unit disengaged from suffer D3 wounds and may not pivot. So your obvious play here is your ranger hunters mm-hmm. charge in and attack, retreat out to that flank. They can't pivot, so you get flank shots for sure. And then next round you can charge in. Oh, they're going to take D3 wounds also when you mm-hmm. retreat. And then next round you can charge that flank that you're looking at that they weren't allowed to pivot if they didn't have some other way to mitigate not being allowed to pivot. And now they're panicked and weakened. And then you're going to retreat again to like the rear pop them. Um, it's going to be ugly. I mean, I get it. That's 10 points, but uh, I think you're going to get 10 points worth of work out of that. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Um, So yeah, Night's Watch would be my vote for winning. Oh, Senior Builder coming in the attachment box? Uh, I think so. I had it pulled up here. Um, Yeah, it looks like it. I'm on the CMON page right now. Yeah, yeah, the Senior Builder um, is. So yeah, the once per game place of stakes um within so you two inches that, you get that guy too you're getting the the underrated one that nobody's talking about is the scorpion modifications um i don't think that's oh no you're just getting scorpion modifications like it's just not... yeah no it's just ready aim fire um and rapid reload and then you're getting Watch recruiter, watch captain, watch marshal. You're so. getting scorpion mod in the attachment box? I don't think so, because you get four of them with the heroes box. It, it's definitely in Night's Watch attachment one, scorpion modifications. Is there a different version of this? Is there something? I'm only seeing one in the app right now. It's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's a mess up. Uh, or was there a different scorpion? I don't know. I can't remember. Their inclusion in an army also allows Nightwatch players to upgrade to their scorpions, letting them fire at enemy units left out in the open in their range of fire. Hmm. I'd have to check on that. I don't know. I'm not sure why they would include that when you already get like four of them in a scorpion box. Hmm. Weird interesting or i thought maybe there was a different scorpion modification maybe not i don't know 
Now that you mention, I do remember hearing something about like an alternative Scorpion modification. I thought I did too. So I don't know. Be on the lookout for that. There might be something there. Um, yeah, I definitely. So back to I definitely think Night's Watch one. The attachments, uh, I think a close second. Uh, well, and then it also comes with the uh, Watch Marshal unit too, the three point. Oh yeah, Watch Marshal unit, which has the follow me. Anytime they make a maneuver retreat, select one friendly unit within short range, and they can complete uh, a maneuver after the marshal does his thing. Mm -hmm. Three plus morale, two wounds. I mean, six movement. I know people have mentioned comparing him to Solo Jora, and it's like uh, either Solo Jora should be one point or the watch marshal should be five. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, the whole cross factions comparing. Yeah, his marshal. Sometimes it's allowed. His marshal thing too. Other friendly units within short range roll plus one attack die on melee attacks. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yep. Just so adding in offense. Gas up them sworn bros, or <sighs> get your conscripts up to eight on fours. That's not so bad. All of a sudden, on a charge for four points, that's really good. I mean, that's. I mean, that's pretty freaking good for four points. For three points. No, no, no. I'm talking about the... Oh, the, the conscripts. The, the conscripts being... Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Night's Watch won. Um, I, yeah, I would... You know, I think an honorable mention would be the Baratheons solely for the fact that they're getting the Dragonstone Noble. Um, they're getting a four-point solo that can... I think he helps a little bit right now with list building. Um, he adds, you no know, mobility... Uh, I mean, he's not a terrible solo. Mm -hmm. um, he's four points. I think he's on like, I think he, I personally think he's on the expensive side for a solo. I mean, I don't think he does as much work as the mountain when he's equal cost as a mountain. Um, but he can still be really good. I'm not discarding his abilities. Because um, he does have Sentinel, the Sentinel ability, which is, you know, another friendly unit within long range is attacked. This unit may make a free charge or maneuver action. So it can like, built-in countercharge, um, built-in free maneuver. So you can maneuver and then free maneuver, you know, get his free maneuver, then actually activate and free maneuver charge. Um, and then he can get, like, more dice, or more automatic hits for all the wounds he suffered. So, I mean, pretty good. He doesn't he doesn't vaporize guys, so like the mountain. Right, right. Um, but other than that, like, the pikeman captain, I think for the Brathians is a little weak, and the Thorngard Sentinel... Having Perry is a little weak. Um, and then just more Stagnite Nobles, Master Wardens, and Red Priestesses. Uh, but I, I think they would be like our number two. Um, if we were kind of like doing For winners? Way. Yeah, no, for winners. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, the, the Lannister, Starks, and Free Folks are quite unimpressive mm -hmm. um lannister is getting the unit that has taunt or uh one point attachment the sentinel enforcer gives them taunt in lannister i guess that ability is okay because you can cersei something to kind of help you out there mm -hmm. and then 
there's you know possibility of having that unit panicked okay but other than that i don't know the turncoat is i don't want to be too mean to the turncoat but for one point i feel like if i was consistently building lists and being like oh man i'm at 39 like what do i want to spend one point on sure grab a turncoat but i don't think you run into a 39 point list very often even so, I think if you did run into like a thirty-nine point list, I think you wouldn't you just be more attracted to even like an assault vet or a guard captain. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm saying like if you if you yeah, had an army know. in mind, you build exactly what you wanted. You're like, oh, I'm at thirty-nine. Like, I guess I'll grab a turncoat. Yeah, I, that's fine. But yeah, or if you already have a one point attachment and you want to bump it up to a two pointer. Mm-hmm, yeah, I, yeah. So the turncoat. Once per game, at the start of any turn, your opponent may deal this unit one wound, remove this model. If they do, this unit gains one condition token and may not use orders or be the target of friendly tactics cards this turn. Now, you're reading that as the opponent of the Lannister player, if it sounds funny. Um, I mean, in a real clutch scenario, but a once per game ability usually those have to be pretty darn good for me to want them. Mm-hmm, yeah, something yeah. like a tie win where I'm just going to absolutely neuter something. Or even like Corrin, like Corrin does the same thing. on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Corrin, I'm going to freeze this thing up. You can't play any cards on it. You can't make any actions with it. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Turnco is a wound. So if you put it in a unit that has no other attachment in it, you could make it the last model. So that, hey, if I get this unit down to one model left, I can just be like, okay, uh, I'm just going to kill that unit, insta-kill. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe. Like, if you to put it in Chubb's unit, you know, you could have <laughs> yeah. been like, fine, die, raid, or die. But right. one condition token, and then not use orders or tactics cards. <sighs> that, not use orders is best on things like if you were to put this in a unit with uh set for charge mm-hmm. you know and you're like all right i'm gonna go ahead and charge these guys anyways let me go ahead and shut that off for the turn basically like a little winter is coming but you're calling your shot before the game starts yeah on what unit you want to use that on and, and you really well it's so you go they goes in after deployment so at least you make them deploy first before you put it in but uh yeah, it, it's definitely like calling a shot on a thing, and you got to almost be thinking like three D on it because if you're trying to use it like at the beginning, you could be like, "Oh man, like that unit really looks like they're set up for a sudden charge," and then you really got to like hope that your attachment was in that unit where you mm-hmm. can like maybe pop it just to deny that sudden charge at least for a turn because you're really only stopping it for one turn, right? And then so you got to find some other way to deal with it next turn. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, maybe delay. Maybe I mean, maybe that's what you want to do. Maybe you want to be able to delay it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's just yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna try him out, but yeah, definitely worth trying. I'm not. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that he was after deployment. You place him. That's mm-hmm, nice, mm-hmm. at least, because if he was before deployment, you're just like, all right, I'm just gonna put this unit in the corner, mm-hmm. or put them somewhere where they're not gonna have a lot of responsibility. Like yeah. So at least. After deployment, it's like we're playing Game of Thrones, and it's like, okay, you're going to aim in that unit to go take that center. I'm going to go put him in that unit. Once again, hopefully 
like the owner of the unit still picks the order. So if you put him in a Raider unit with Harm of the Bannerman and a Skin Changer, he's going to be fourth <laughs> in that yeah. unit. He yeah, might he, die way before things pop off there. So yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Yep, I don't know. I think uh, I think Lannister's lost the Clegane Butcher's pretty cool, but yeah, yeah. The the free folks isn't very good. They're only getting out of their attachments. They're only getting one, which is the Walrus Walrus mm-hmm. Clan Chieftain. That's true too. I, I mean, you basically, if you want an attachment box for extra attachments i mean i i don't know what attachment you might as a free folk player might only have one of that you'd want some more of well you're getting the all sculpts so if you're uh, you know it's definitely a collect thing where if you want all the all sculpts um Um, i would say chosen of steer because most people don't own multiple units of thin i don't own any any units of thin but Mm -hmm. the chosen of steer is a great attachment yeah it is yeah his one point so I could see getting it for the chosen of steer and the uh, the walrus clan. I mean, it could really give you some defense to a like a raider folk army. Yeah, uh, like I definitely could see him maybe going in like a raider unit because you theoretically can turn a raider into like twenty four wounds because it's only suffers one wound for every two unblocked hits. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you gotta you know, double down on your attacks, but it's still Raiders that you go in. So I don't know. know. Right. Yeah. Same thing. I mean, maybe followers of bone just because they die really, really easily. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Potentially. Hey, I put my turncoat in there and now I can shut off this uh, walrus (laughs) clan chieftain once, which which might be all it takes. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So you you just found the play to make the, there you go. Sorry, uh, turncoat. Sorry, I ever said anything bad about you. Yep. Yeah, and then the the Stark one. It's just like middle of the road. Um, talking through that one, they're getting like the Mormont vet cranimate survivalist, and then a Winterfell guardian, which is the one point cap attachment. Winterfell guardian, he's okay. I mean, stubborn tenacity is cool. It's order for pass a panic test. Enemy engaged suffered D three wounds. Mm-hmm. Not not bad. Um, because Starks do have the high morale, but. At one point right now, do you take a Winterfell Guardian? I don't know. Where are you putting them? Uh, Tully Cav. I mean, right. putting, that's, putting that's what in, I was thinking too, because that morale. Putting them into like making them ten points though. Uh, Unless you're running an army already that has Tully Cav and Outriders, and you can use the Embolden mm-hmm. on the Outriders, you put him in the Outriders, maybe. But yeah, I'm right there with you. And then, like, yeah, it, I don't know. It's it's, I, it's it's the same thing as um the Jor Mormont commander has that for Targaryens, yeah. and it's like, yeah. well, you can't put him in screamers and expect to mm-hmm. reliably pass that test. Any negative at all puts you odds are you don't pass it. So pretty much got to put him in vets, you know. But yeah, I mean, like it's a cool thing, and it can really combo really well if like you shoot into combat, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then they get the survivalist, which has the elusive escape, like the hardened ranger and the pathfinder Yep. for two points, which that's cool, but they don't have that unit where it can like jump in and out of combat. So to, like double down on it. This, the Cranog men survivor list 
in a unit of berserkers in a Rob Stark army. Yeah, the totally can totally seven see that. ignore dangerous hindering and rough. You can get that hit and run. So now you're taking berserker charge um, from a guaranteed eight inches away, the minimum there. And yeah. uh, you're going to take an extra D3 wounds and not pivot afterwards. Like, yeah, no, like that's the one thing. Yeah, I, I know you're, you're saying that. That's, I the know, one that's, thing. Like, that's like the, the first one, one that comes to mind where it's like, oh, like, yeah, that's going to hurt. Yeah, that's the one thing I've thought of too, where it's like, yeah, totally worth it. But then outside of that, it's like, hmm, how am I retreat? How am I getting a retreat that I want mm-hmm. to the runaway? Like, I don't know. I mean, like the Pathfinder, I think is pretty dervishers. Like, yeah, I mean, you'd have to take dervishers, but then you have nine point dervishers with this. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Ooh, he is two points. Yeah, he's a, he's a two pointer, so it makes it it makes so it you tough. Have nine point berserkers too. Yeah, and it's like, what well, do you want? Nine point berserkers, or do you want Tully Kev? Or do you want like berserkers with Brandon Hodor? Right, right. Yeah, I mean anything. I'm a fan of attachments. Oh no, I am too. In Please. the game, I I one they take away from spam in general, which is awesome. Uh, you know, it's no secret I don't enjoy the spam. So more attachments the better it's just and once again you you know we're only seeing what's out now not units that could be down the road Mm -hmm. or units that maybe they're planning on updating them or whatever so that they fit with these attachments a little bit better yeah yeah like who knows maybe like kranigman get updated to have like swift strike right something totally could see putting this guy in a five point unit Yes. Um. Yeah, and then they're Mormont vet. She is pretty cool, but there's not too many really defensive units in Starks. Where, I mean, I mean, I guess she's just the like auto block one hit, right? Yeah, block one hit, then plus one hit for each destroyed rank. Um. Or after defense has to draw for each destroyed rank of its destroyed ranks, it automatically blocks one additional hit. Yeah, I mean, something like Berserkers where you want to flirt with those lower ranks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... But eh. Max max 3, I could put us like a Sword Sword Captain in him to just say, screw it, I'm going to like double down on offense and hopefully kill you before I die. Well, I'm... it's only Max at 2. I mean, you can't have 3 destroyed ranks. Oh, yeah, you're right. I was, I w- But it is after defensive dice. Yeah, so, so you can roll those saves and then pick up a block or two. Yeah, yeah I could see. I mean, it, it's I could see this in like Tully Shields if you wanted just the complete anchor unit. Like, ugh. yeah, but, or if you wanted to, you know, increase survivability of uh, some sworn swords a little bit. Yeah, but it's, yeah, I mean, the only thing with Tully Shields is you're probably not going down that many ranks. So you're right to begin with, yeah, yeah, yeah. Off, so it's um, just like, uh, you know, uh, great axes. Yeah, maybe, but they, yeah, what, potentially. Cranogman survivalist and great axes to get them up to a five movement. <laughs> that Granted, be that fun. becomes a expensive unit too. Yeah, yeah. Anything yeah. to get uh, some wolves off the table for Starks. Yeah, I know. I agree. I'm in. Um, 
Yeah, I mean that's Stark. I mean Starks is okay. I, you know, they would definitely be like middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we agreed. Night's Watch one. Night's Watch, Bara, Stark. I would probably say Lannisters and then Free Folk. Potentially, like um, if we're doing like a one to five. Lannisters and Free Folk definitely at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let me. Clee game butcher. The only reason is, is the Free Folk only has Clegane one. Clegane Butcher is pretty good. The, the, but the only thing that I'm thinking is the uh, the Free Folk only has one. Only like, got one attachment that they didn't already have. Yeah, yeah which, yeah. yeah the Clegane Butcher is all right with that so terror. So when an enemy engaged with this unit fails a panic test, one remain longer range suffers a panic test. So you put him in uh knights you get that lannister supremacy they're making a panic test of minus two and you can chain that panic test to another unit it's an mm-hmm. order and the enemy engaged with them becomes weakened you can throw cersei on them get them minus four you know lannister cards can put them at minus many more mm-hmm. yep. butcher's okay we have heard rumors or confirmation that we'll have a Clegane cav unit I mean, I would, they said that, I think it was speculation based off of, they've said that every one of these attachments will come out in a future box. So I'm guessing in theory, if there is a cav attachment, it will come out in a Clegane cav box. Gotcha. I mean, I I think, I feel like they may have said it in one of them uh, panels when they, you know, were doing their oh, well, the more we talk, the more we're not going to get to, and we're going to talk about blah, 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 and drown mm-hmm. out for like five minutes to annoy everybody. Yeah. With uh, the more we talk, the more we're not going to get to, and yeah, <laughs> I think I think it got mentioned in one of those. Mm-hmm. No. So, yes. you know, probably yeah. something along the same lines as Mountains Men, but different. Mountains Men, but Cav. Right. I think that would be cool. I mean, to actually have like uh, I mean, Clegane keyworded cab would be so freaking mm-hmm. OP with Gregor's cards. But I mean, it would be fun. It would be kind of crazy with Gregor's <laughs> cards. I mean, his cards. I mean, I know. I think I know people I've seen basically like, does the Clegane Butcher give them Clegane affiliation? It's like, no, he doesn't. It doesn't say that he does. Mm-hmm, right. Like, he doesn't. And everybody's like, well, why not? And it's like, well, because it doesn't. Because <laughs> if you put him, say it. If you put, if you gave Gregor's cards to knights, like holy shit, you're gonna. If Flademen were eight points. Ooh, yeah. I think there'd be an argument to be made there, but just the fact that this would be an eleven-point unit with Flademen, uh, I would rather put my money on them failing the panic test due to Lannister supremacy versus failing the panic test due to panic and vicious yeah yeah absolutely i mean the the knights just get so much more value from for than flameman right now but if anything if there if anything could bring a unit flameman back on the table i think this guy you know if someone sets this unit on there i'd be like okay like that's something i need to watch out for mm-hmm. yeah because if they get it surprise you. That's if they sure. get lined up against a couple of bad panic units. You're like, oh, they're gonna run through some stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, definitely. Yep. The, but uh, the watch marshals are crazy. The attachment, the solo unit, the watch marshal is quite good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Lord of Dragonstone's cool too. Yeah, Lord Dragons. We've messed around with him in like uh, I've only all like the Zorse Riders and those kinds of things. Yeah, I weirdly I weirdly like him in Zorse Riders, the the one point attachment because then it's a free six inches and built in counter charge. Mm -hmm. For I mean, like Zorses need a little bit of a bump, but it it helps them like run around more. I mean, it it can help. It helps them. Yeah. Uh. Which so, is always fun. So more, more fun. Our, uh, our, our, our final thing that we said we were going to talk about this episode: the tournaments utilizing this ELO handicap. Mm-hmm. So, if anyone's not familiar with this, basically, it takes the commander of player A and the commander of player B in ways the ratings of that commander against each other so that I might win first. Let's say me and Dakota are playing. I might win the game, but if my commander is rated so much higher than his, he might actually end that game with more tournament points than me. So it creates some interesting dynamics. And I think it, Basically, what I think it's really there for is to deter players from running Holland, Rob, Sparrow, Tyrion, Joffrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the first um, eight of 11 commanders are all Starks. Holland, yeah. Rob, Sparrow, Tyrion, Joffrey, Ramsey Stark, Dario Stark, Vargo Stark, Brendan... Outrider, Stark, Eddard Stark, Roos Stark. Yeah, I mean, that's just uh, 60. I mean, that, or that's to, like their ranking is 60. And all these rankings are pulled from a Song of Ice and Fire stats mm-hmm. is what they're based off of, um, if we do say their ranking. But yeah, it, it's definitely ba- to, the- yeah, in theory, to pull you from playing that Holland, those top guys, Mm-hmm. Um, incentivizing you taking a lower one which is cool and i know that the thing too is to basically encourage like oh who's better through playing but my only thing that i would question is i could take stannis rightful air who is the lowest rated commander he's 60 number 65 out of 65 commanders his elo rating is a negative 152 and if carl was like i'm gonna play starks but my lowest commander's Roderick at, or sorry, is Brendan at zero. The difference already comes in to being 150, which means if I win, I'm only going to get 2.25 and he will get 1.13, which isn't huge, but all of a sudden it's like, I feel like it like rewards losing a little bit. I don't know. That, that's kind of my thing. Like, I don't want to see it where it's like, oh yeah, like I outplayed you in every facet. Yeah. It's still closing the gap just because you lost. Yeah. Um, and you get like just a severe bump too. You'd get four points for winning with that lower rated commander compared to my. Yeah, that's there. where it's going to get super swingy is when that yeah. when that uh, rightful air bre- beats the blackfish. Yeah. Um, You'd get. What? Seven. 
tournament points for that one? Mm, or no, thought, no, no, you're, no. You're you're minus you're minus one fifty. Yeah. Basically. So you're looking at four points. You're getting three point nine nine. Yeah. If I'm reading that correctly. Versus if this was normal, you'd get three points. Yeah. You'd basically get an extra tournament point for that win. Yeah, and you know, which when God, you say it like that, it doesn't sound so bad. But it, it doesn't. If you were going against Howland, you would get nine point four points for winning. Think about it. You get seven. You, uh, there's nobody right now that has a oh, four hundred yeah. point difference. I was thinking as well. Yeah, you'd that, get right. seven points for that, and then the Stark player, who would normally get one point for a loss, would get point four two points for that yeah. loss. Yeah. So I, the what's the tournament we're going to be doing? Um, it's being run by Brett. It's called. I'll find it here in a second. Um, Elo handicap. First of its name. First of its name. Tournament of the unchosen. <laughs> so, yeah. if anybody wants to follow along with that or join it, um, winner list due. Uh, I don't know. I didn't read the rules. It's here somewhere. But they're uh, due. I thought it was the end of this month. Friday, November 27th. End of this week, actually. Whew. Okay, so I got to figure out what I'm running for this. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, you know, one thing I looked at earlier. So Brendan Tully, Blackfish, ranked 28th. He is the lowest start commander. Daenerys, Mother of Dragons, who's not in this event because she's too new, basically. Number 29, the highest Targaryen commander. <laughs> Next highest is Belwaz, which is very interesting. Um, I was going to bring a Belwaz list, but this tournament is not allowing pikemen either. And I feel like you just need pikemen for Belwaz, so I'm not going to bring Belwaz. But yeah, the th I know for myself, like, I don't even know what I'd run because, like, I mean, I played the crap out of Baratheons, and like I would have a complete upper hand by just taking Stannis right flare. You would? But, I mean, I would. Like, I would just have a clear advantage. I'm always gaining like plus points, mm -hmm. you know, and nobody would really. I mean, me and Drugo are coming after you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you play with Drugo, Drugo is 64th, if anyone. Yeah. If you, I mean, it's still the 50 point difference. So at 50 points, um, you winning gives you you lose half a point if it, at plus 50 points you would still lose a half a point for beating me no and i it's, would uh, get... it's it's only a 48 point oh it is three one oh. five difference so we're oh. actually be even there i need to just submit a loss on stannis rightful air dude just i'm keep... gonna go dumb <laughs> to targaryen stuff yeah i'm just like a bunch of losses here we go to drive it down so but, yeah yeah i mean like i don't i don't i've definitely i've definitely just been like not wanting to play baratheons recently just because they're so like a abrasive faction to play like if you're not playing for fun they're very abrasive because then like when people play super competitively they do weird stuff which as a Baratheon player like you don't like it when they do weird stuff like mm. oh i'm not gonna attack you and it's like no like you need to attack me. Like I have all cards that rely on you attacking me or having me damn like something. Right. But right. And they don't, or they run like 
stupid Night's Watch Ranger Hunters, which you just can't catch them. And mm-hmm. like, there's just, there's a lot of things like that. And it's abrasive and it's annoying. But... So, Weeper, the last Free Folk Commander, ranked 43rd. I, don't, I think that's, I think that one's probably skewed a bit because I think pretty much any Free Folk player can tell you that Rattleshirt is the worst. And I think it's probably just a lack of games ran by Rattleshirt. I don't know if they have those Whoa. stats in here or not. Okay, so I'm going to click in on Rattleshirt really quick. So yeah, Rattleshirt only has been 18, played 18 times. 18 submissions. Um, while the Weeper uh, has 141. Okay, 50%, so... 50% win rate, but 141. So they both have a 50% win rate. Um, but Weeper has exponentially more games. Huh. How does that... If they both have the same win rate... Um, so, base... I think it goes off of, like, who they lose to. Kind of goes into that. Oh, it takes all that into consideration, huh? Yeah, because if you if you look at the power rankings and you're going to be like, oh, Vargo's not a very good commander, yet Vargo Stark is ranked 8th overall because mm-hmm. I know Vargo Stark did really well in, like, a random commander tournament so vargo stark has five submissions and won three of them but his elo is Mm, let me pull it back up here his elo his ranking is 73 off of five submissions so it's like it's a little skewed i mean he just doesn't have five games played but the game yeah and then like dario stark has six submissions so I mean it's a little it's from like one tournament where they like the random list builder. Or not random list builder, yeah, like random commanders. And they just did well. A they were with Starks, but mm-hmm. B, you know, they won. And if they had a random list, everyone else had a random list, which mm-hmm. if you have a random list going up against Well, Starks it wasn't it wasn't random years. list, it was uh random commanders. So uh, like I, I, it was the one I signed up for and I drew neutrals and I drew like Ramsey and Dario neutrals, which I never play neutrals. I don't ever look at playing pure. I don't ever look again at pure playing pure neutrals, and I mm-hmm. went like two and two. I won like half my games, or no, I went one and three, or one and two. Yeah, one and two. And yeah, it was like that, you know. So you get people that aren't play. They're playing out of their element, maybe playing a worse commander, mm-hmm. and they lose. You know. And, like here's another. Uh, Belwa's thirty-eight games submitted. Drogo one hundred forty-seven. Yeah, I mean it's just interesting. Yeah, so they're they're I w- I would say they're a little skewed, but it's just they have more data on those commanders. Like even Dar- like Dario Targs thirty eight. I think I'm responsible for three of those, <laughs> and I was one and two, I believe, because I brought some stupid six activation list to <laughs> a very early target. This is pre Targaryen heroes. Yeah. Which I don't know how often they scrub these too. They it may have those old games may drop off at a certain time or something. Yeah, I don't know if they get scrubbed at all. Like Stannis, he's very last and he has 105 submissions. So I mean, he's not like awful on the submission wise. He has 105. Let's go to the second Baratheon because I'm sure Penrose. He Penrose is their highest. He probably has a lot of games submitted. Loris has fifty three submitted, fifty five percent win rate. Yeah, you'll see like you'll see some high commander ratings, but it's like, oh well, they don't have very many games. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, so anyways, that's something coming up. It's going to be interesting. I haven't played in one of these yet. Um, I think there's a couple of these ELO events going on or coming up here real soon. So it, it'll be interesting to see how this pans out. I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I hope it deters, like Stark players from taking Holland Rob. Yeah, and I mean, Master players from taking Sparrow Tyrion. Like we know, those are four of the most common armies you got to run into, right? I mean, it's just. Yeah. Yeah, the one thing, yeah, that's the, they're just common things that you see. Like the one thing too, like if somebody says I'm playing Starks till I die, and they bring Roderick, all right, well they still can bring like a nine activation Roderick list, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, I'm playing freaking Stannis, like my list sucks, like or you know whatever, like I can still have a bad list, yet some of the internal mechanics of Starks just still let them win. Like obviously, right. it, it, like it, it evens it, like it will even it out with the Elo. And we talk about some of them commanders. You know, we said there's a few of them at 38 games. Um, Holland 288, Rob mm-hmm. 404, Sparrow 332, Tyrion 289. So 404 games for Rob. Yeah, he's just, good. he's just, yeah, he's good. I mean, it's that's got to be the most. Yeah, I wish that, that'd be cool if you could sort it by like how many games. Played. True. Let's see. Uh, let's see what Harma's bringing to the table here. Harma is bringing two hundred eighty-five, and steer Harma Mance twelve, thirteen, fourteen. So a free folk batch right there. I'm going to say Steer probably doesn't have as many games as her. 146. So He's got quite a few. Quite a few. I've I've actually heard about, talk. I've heard talk. half of what Harma does. I've heard talk that Steer is actually the best free folk commander, yet nobody plays him. The argument can be, because Steer can give you a lot of, like, out-of-turn attacks. And he's got one card that basically says, like, oh, for every wound I take, you're going to take a hit. Well, guess what happens when you charge raiders with berserkers? Yeah, you're gonna take as many hits as I do, buddy. Like, and it and it does account. That's for, fine by me. Like, and it it does account for the ones you fail on a panic test. So, like, mm-hmm. you could put twelve wounds on a unit of raiders and then play that, and then all of a sudden you take twelve hits. And like, if you have steer within short range, you're taking that at minus one. So I'm passing on a six plus. You're passing on a six plus two. Like, mm-hmm. let's go, Mister. My units are worth points. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, Steer's fun to play. I've played him very, very, very few times. Um, yeah, I've been with bears a lot because you can just sacrifice a bear and reactivate another unit with yeah. one of his other cards. He, he's good. He, but yeah, he has like a. It's final strike. This one card. It's almost like a North remembers. Yeah, it's basically North remembers. Yep. And then the other one is, oh, set for charge. Yeah, set for charge. Yeah, yeah, set for charge. Also, so you can charge me. I can attack you. You can deal a ton of hits to me, and then I can play the. I basically get to attack you card again because mm-hmm. I just took twelve wounds, and then yeah, 
Yep, he's yeah. good. He's going to be real good with uh, the mammoths oh, because yeah. he, you know, you charge a mammoth. Well, if I have set for charge, now I'm going to march through you and you can't attack me anyways. Yep. On top of the poor man's uh, North Remembers and uh, I guess you wouldn't play his other card on him, but yep, nope. Steer's good. He's only going to get better once bears drop too. Yeah. Or uh, mammoths. Yeah. Yeah, once they officially drop there, which they're in the, the app also, so you can make sure you can check those guys out. So your highest Night's Watch is coming from Jor at 17. Your lowest Night's Watch, I'm pretty sure it's John Donnell, well, obviously. So Jor 116 games played, Donnell 43 games played. I like Donnell Commander. I, I, like, I like every Night's Watch Commander, I think. Yeah, they have a good. They're another. We were, we, you know, we were kind of talking, uh, you know, earlier, and I think we were talking about it before we we started recording. Yeah, Starks. They just don't have a bad commander. Like, yeah, yep. You can look at any commander and be like, yeah, I can totally play all those cards really easily. Yep. Like, and this this ELO fluid reflects that very well. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they're, like we said, their lowest one is higher than Targaryen's highest one. Mm-hmm. For now, yeah. For now, um, I think Mother of Dragons will. Yeah, she's slowly, slowly gaining in in uh, along with Belwaz. Once you get them pikemen, because his cards become very good. Yeah, with pikemen, and then Queen of Marine. We'll see what happens with Queen of Marine. Yeah, she. I think she needs better units. Like I think she's good, but I think the the target units kind of still hold her back. That and she's one of those NCU's that has two order tokens. And her mm-hmm. order tokens are not very good. It's roll yeah. an extra die on a panic test. Like, mm-hmm. all right, you might just god roll this thing. And now her token's worthless. Whereas at least Eddard, like, if you're going to use one of his tokens, you've already passed that morale test. Well, it's not it, take an additional morale test and then heal some wounds. Well, he's even, he's three tokens. Maybe four tokens. He's three or four tokens. Um, But yeah, yeah he's way too. pass. I mean, he, she's on par with like Davos NCU, where he's. I don't know what Davos NCU does. He's two tokens, and you can re-roll a charge. Like if you roll a charge and like fuck it up, you can re-roll it. You can spend right. one of the tokens and re-roll it, it. At least you get to fail it first. Yeah, I mean, Whereas yeah. You at least her, have I have it. to pop. You have to pop her beforehand, so it's like, well, you might snake eyes this panic test anyways. Yeah. Now I just used a token, and you rolled. One one two, and it's like, well, shit, you're gonna fail that anyways. Like, <laughs> at least let yeah. me see if you pass first, and they'll be like, all right, you know, basically make her like a floating panic test, yeah, or a panic token. Yeah. True, but then what she has right now, you can use with a panic token. You, I can make yeah. you roll three dice with a panic token, and then be like, all right, re-roll those two. Let's say you get one. Five five. It's like, all right, reroll both those fives. I'm hoping for something trash to go with that one. That's not bad. But once again, now I'm using a token, an order token. I'm yeah, lining you're... all this up ahead of time and hoping that it makes a difference, anyways. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think she's not. I think she's good. I think she'll be rising to the top like the other NCU commanders do. Mm-hmm. But her, she just... her cards are okay. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They just her, ability, need her ability her ability sucks yeah her ability is not very good she but she needs the units she doesn't have like the physical like infantry units mm-hmm. or like up to par cab units 
Well, yeah, I mean, for Targaryens to do anything to you, they have to bring a 9-point or 10-point unit to do it. Yeah, yeah. They're bringing a dragon, which, outside of Mother of Dragons, is 9 points. They're bringing an Unsullied unit, or they're bringing veterans. Yeah. And one day, though, it might bring her cars, but I'm sure uh, Greyjoys will be fielding entire raid parties before <laughs> I can have a fucking tiger and a guy on a horse. <laughs> oh yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. So that that was Elo. Any final thoughts here? Um, I know we kind of we've we've bounced around a lot tonight, and we knew that we were going to do that with having an unstructured kind of thing. We're hoping someday in the future to do a live episode, which we'll stream it. Maybe even have a few guys with cameras up. And just talk about, you know, have us, have the rest of the Brolor Faithful Squad, Bob and Chris in here. And then um, we have Brett, who's like an honorary member of the Brolor Faithful. Yeah, he's honorary. Uh, and an honorary member of Gamers Haven. Like, maybe have him <laughs> in here. Um, And just, you know, the plan behind that one is, honestly, like, everyone needs to have a three-drink minimum before the episode starts so that we just get in and just let loose and see what happens and stream it and take live questions and all that good stuff. But scheduling is a beast because apparently everyone has so much going on in the days of COVID that we can't spare a Friday night. Right. <laughs> Maybe this Friday. We'll see. Uh, but no, I, you know, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't have any, I got one more question for you and then we'll leave it at this. So we are right around update time. I mean, this is the time of the year. We, sh we should be getting an update soon. It's we been, be it's been quite a while since we've had an update, yes. Um, What would be on your wish list for an update? So it could be, let me let me phrase it before you go. It could be something like a faction you don't play. It could be something that rebalances. Just something that you're like, this needs to be addressed. So my number one is basically undoable because of physical logistics involved, but it would be updating the objectives and secret missions. Ooh, that is a great, because one. I feel like those are things that you can't just change. You can't be like, Hey guys, print these cards. Like mm -hmm. it's not that simple. And, um, I mean, technically, yes, it would be just as simple, but it's a lot of cards, you know, whatever, for whatever reason. I feel like that's something, those were all things that were built a very long time ago. Yep. Like, okay, the game's two and a half years old now, basically, since the Kickstarter dropped. Mm -hmm. Those objectives and secret mission cards are two and a half years old, and they, you know, haven't changed with the metas at all. So, yes, if I could pick anything, I would pick that. Now, if I had to pick something maybe that's not as much of a logistical nightmare, hmm, man, it'd be nice to have, like, good Dothraki screamers. True, that'd, make, yeah. that'd make me real happy. That, I think that would That'd be the simplest one you could give me. <laughs> yeah. Simple-wise, what could you do simple? Uh, like, simple for me would be stagnites. Just, like, make them good. Like, make them not hot garbage. Mm -hmm. um, 
I mean that that's simple. Like make them make them something worth it. Because then, like, I think that that would help. Like, oh hey, like instead of having like a unit that you'll never consider, like okay, like I'm now considering them for this building. Yeah, they're. Oh man, I remember when we first looked at them guys on paper. Like, okay, that's pretty cool. Like, I can roll with this. And then when you go to find out how damn difficult it is to use that ability, you're like, oh yeah, I just die before it gets cool. Yeah, yeah, you basically you die before it's cool. Like, yeah. like berserkers, berserkers are cool at eight dice. They're cooler at nine, and they're way cooler at ten. That's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. But if berserkers were four, seven, ten, they're not cool anymore because before you get to ten, you're dead. <laughs> like that's it. Like, yeah. sorry, but you're not hanging on to a whole lot. Yeah, and like yeah, berserkers. Like if- it's just icing on the cake when you get those ten dice. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're but always stagnites. You you're like, oh, I have uh, sundering, or probably pick up crit blow. Crit like, sundering. I have crit blow with five wounds left, and then I have zero wounds left, and it's like, oh, this almost got cool. Maybe I have a last stand, and I can crit blow vicious sundering. But but, then, but you don't have rerolls, so and, and you don't have a damn unit anymore either. So yeah. I hope it was worth it. No, yeah. I um, that would be simple, man. That that objective card one, I wasn't expecting that, you know. Yeah, if you could do, you know, I was totally expecting like, oh, like break the wolves, like just don't let wolves be wolves anymore. Like, yeah, I mean, that's a simple one. We can all agree on that. I think we can all agree that wolves got wolves have been updated what two or three times since the game's been out, and they actually got worse with this last one. Yeah, well, the I remember so like when the change to this time, they basically were like, yeah, nobody runs. Bran or Rickon at their point cost, so we're going to lower their points, mm-hmm. and the wolves are still free, but they're going to be worth victory points now. Right. And first, everybody was like, "Oh, the world is ending! Like wolves are worth victory points." Yeah, and I'm going to run Bran and Rickon, but not even bring the wolf. I remember seeing that, and it was like, yeah. "Shut up!" Yeah. And then, as the activation meta has developed, you're like, eh, "Yeah." Now you're like, "Oh yeah, I always see all three wolves now because mm-hmm. they're just." Strong. No, I I think at this point I've almost went numb to wolves. Oh yeah, totally numb to wolves. Yes, they would be actually instead of fixing my screamers, fix wolves. But first, if you could do the objectives and secret yeah, missions, yeah, that's a great one. Because like it, this came up with the uh, Cleveland event. It you oh, know man. it was a couple of days before the event. Lists were already submitted, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna remove NCU shutoff from Game of Thrones." And it caused someone to back out of the tournament. It, it caused all kinds of, you know, turmoil. And then they're like, all right, never mind. We're just going to take out Game of Thrones and replace it with something else because, you know, they for, you know, whatever. But like, I get it, you know, that's what and I had mentioned, you know, well, probably shouldn't have waited until after lists were submitted to do that because then at the very least put it up front and be like hey when we if game of thrones gets drawn which they didn't even know game of thrones was going to get drawn anyways they were like shut off which i don't disagree with because it can be super swingy but at the same time like people got upset in you know whatever but if the objectives were more balanced, then like that would be awesome. Yeah, like the main thing for taking an objective should just be for scoring points, 
mm-hmm. and then like what it does should be secondary. Right. Not like I am taking that objective to shut off your NCU. That's right. not people that, will that, I mean that voice works. most of the time people defer choosing table side. Mm-hmm. Unless something like that hits the table, attachment shutoff is in that conversation. There's a couple of good objectives, but NCU shutoff is the one that people will sell their souls for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially like if you're over there with Stannis and Mel, and I'm like, well, I'm just gonna shut off Mel, or I'm gonna shut off Ferris, or someone who can have a profound impact on that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then the secret mission cards too, like oh, I, yeah. obviously like get rid of all of the, hey, do nothing and score an ass ton of points from it mm-hmm. for like Dark Wings, Dark Words, which is one of the better game modes, but the secret missions can promote a very boring game. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember the first time or two we played Dark Wings, Dark Words, we're like, holy shit, like this game mode is fun. But it was me and you who were, uh, you know, happy to throw caution to the wind and just see what happens and our objectives reflected that Mm -hmm. and then i played it a few more times after that and it was games of oh do nothing Mm -hmm. the whole game play for three hours and do nothing and it's like oh this game mode is trash yeah like the fact that this could even exist in the game sucks Mm -hmm. yeah yeah there's so many two cards where you're just like you look you read them and you're like well, when do I score this? Oh, that center objective one? Like, oh, what a in, nightmare that thing can be. Yeah, because like you take, yeah, that center objective, I forget what it came up in. It's like, well, it's out there now, but I score at the end of the next round. It's like, I have to have it this round. I have to have it next round. I have to, it's like, you have to control I, I basically it. have to control it rounds one through six to get four points. I'm not real sure. Uh, and yeah. I think I have to be facing my own deployment zone. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. But, what? The, that that's one that definitely got to be on a Tuesday full moon. <laughs> I'm lost. Why is this card in the game? Yeah, there's there's some like that where it's like, yeah, they just they just need a little bit of a a tweak and not make them as bland. Mm-hmm. Not as not as swingy. Like just yeah, just make like you said, make the point I'm going to score the most important thing this card does. Yeah. Well, like even some of them too, where you're like, well, that card's not swingy. There's like situations where every card becomes swingy. Like I've seen it, I've done it with uh, like Alistair Florent, and then there'd be two, two of the tactic zone secret missions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where, yep, where yep, basically yep. if you control these two, you get three points. If you control these, the um, this one, but one shared one, you scored you know, a different one plus a shared one, you score three points. Well, if you run like Florent, you can end up scoring all six. Yeah. You can control all three just by sheer fact of you. And then if you were first player that round, you're not getting rid of either of those cards next round. Yeah. And you do it again. Cause you're like, yep, I'm going to do it again and I'm going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're at least getting four points and you win. Yeah. Yeah. So, or if you're, opponent is first player they're pigeonholed into removing one of them mm-hmm. and they might have to leave something on the table that's you know more combat focused but they're like oh i'm gonna give up a bunch of points to just this one ncu yeah who just happens to have this pretty awesome ability for like this one circumstance yeah he's got like one circumstantial thing where he like excels in right like he's g- good normally if you run like brawn and stormcrow lieutenants and you know things that want the wealth zone but if you put that on top of 
Yeah, he's that he's game on, mode. He can get crazy. Yeah, I mean, he's a decent like kind of like fu commander where it's like, oh, you're trying to take that zone specifically, like not mm-hmm. today. Like, yeah, you're gonna take something away from Lannisters like, or Starks like, or whatever. Like, oh, free folk player, your your deal was to try to take that maneuver zone. Like, no, I'm just gonna take my tactic zone and swap over to that, and then yep. shut everything Harmon wants to do. Yep. Yep. Um, true. True. Yeah. Uh, what did I? I didn't even say. Yeah. I, besides tactics cards, I mean, I, I don't know. Just like unit rebalancing, I think would be my like update that I'd pray for. I mean, like we've basically touched on it. You know, just make bad the bad expensive units good again, and then make some of the really cost effective cheap units not as mm-hmm. not as good. And if you wanted to make it more general, like I feel like we used to get updates much more often. Mm-hmm. yeah every four to six months they're like all right we got you know 1.3 1.4 1.5 and then we've been in this you know you've zone been... for like the last year which i'm sure part of it probably has a fact to do that releases haven't been released due to the game has release issues in general plus covid plus, you know okay fine i'll give you that but wolves could have been fixed in the so, last six months. Yeah. I, I like, would say, yeah, I would agree. It's just been like a year of like, we haven't had a change, but at the same time, I don't think it's an issue. Like the year, I think it's kind of like, it can like grow from this year because it's like, Hey, there's so much data out there where it's like, well, we all know this is broken. We all know that is broken. And since they're having it six months where it's like this one thing in this past six months has shown to be overpowered. It's like, Oh, hey, here's four or five things now that we know are overpowered, and here's four mm-hmm. or five things that just completely suck. Like, let's just fix all this now instead of like doing one at a time. I mean, one at a time would, you know, make people more happy, and we like it would keep the game, I don't know, like keep it like fresh. But like, at least now we can say, like, hey, all these changes, like, there'll be a lot right. of changes. I'm, I'm anticipating a lot of changes. I'm anticipating a lot also. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just I I feel like there'll be an ab- absurd amount of changes. I know there was a lot last year when they updated. I think there'll be more. I think there'll be more than there were last year. I uh, I mean, I'm for I'm for yeah, I'm down. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm uh, yeah. I'm, you know, I I wish I wish the game did more regular updates. Anyways, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which. You know, you can, some people might look at that and be like, oh, well, that's a sign of like shitty development. Or you can look at it like, no, like they took a chance on some stuff. Like, I feel like they took a chance on the wolves. They were like, oh man, like, I wonder, like, obviously they were trying to make wolves better. They're from they trying, a... Weirdly, they were, I think they were trying to make attachments playable, which we mm-hmm. love, like, I love attachments. And like, yeah, they made them playable, but they made, a mechanic overpowered right I, yeah i don't think they anticipated the activation meta turning into what it has yeah and then the activation meta you know when you can put 11 activations out there stark versus free folk and you look at the units the stark players bringing versus the units the free folk players bringing you're like oh yeah i have a all raiders and a trapper or two and you're like oh yeah i'm still showing up with a couple berserkers yeah, you have the Zerkers and Sworn Swords, and you're like, shit. Like, yeah, it's and not then it's like these Tullys over here still, these <laughs> Tully Cav, and you're like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to die. 
yeah. a lot. <laughs> Hopefully the game mode supports me. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we'll see. I think we have an update soon. Hopefully, uh, hopply sooner rather than later and you know maybe they give us a little black friday special or something maybe that would be exciting um oh, but all right so that'll just wrap it us wrap it up for us um we've been rambling for quite a some while time. yep this, felt this, good. Might, felt this, good. Might, this did feel good this might be going down as our longest episode yet um, if you've, I might just let Craigbot record for like two hours of just nothingness <laughs> at the end to make sure it's our longest episode. Um, so if you if you stuck around this long, thank you. Uh, yeah. Screw you to everyone who didn't. Yeah, I'll never hear if, it. If you didn't, you're not invited to the pizza party for our 25 listeners. There we go. But I will listeners. Yes. I will say we do we we have gotten more you know checking it every now and then than I've been. Yeah. we should so. probably do episodes more often. We we probably should. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. So uh, thanks for joining us. Um, yeah. And if you guys ever want to hear us ramble about anything, head over to the Facebook page, drop us a a comment or whatever on it, and be like, "Hey, ramble on about how awesome Jamie Lannister is as a commander." Oh shit, we could. That'll be our shortest episode ever. But, uh, <laughs> we could ramble. For, we could probably ramble for an hour and a half on why he's shitty. Uh, yeah. Didn't I just play him the other day? Yeah, Did you play, play against each other, and I brought yeah. him, and I was like, "Oh my god, he's so bad." Well, the th- I kept trying to do things, and I'm like, "Oh, I can't do that." Well, no, no, it doesn't work the way I thought it did. <laughs> well, I, I brought like a seven activation Roderick, and then you asked who I want to play, and you're like Vargo or Jamie, and I was like, I know Vargo sucks. And I'm like, yeah, Jamie's all right. Like you can, like Jamie works. And then he, it like ended in round three, and I was like, man, I feel like I just trapped you into playing Jamie. Like <laughs> I felt bad. I was like, shit, like, violated. <laughs> I felt like, like I, I felt like I just like cherry picked the game, and it's like, damn it, damn it. Yeah. But eh, I don't have But yep. All okay. right. Well, until our next ramble session, which might only be a couple days, maybe you know, maybe. maybe we get the gang together one of these times finally. But all right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. See you next time. Bye. Bye. And now we both mute our mics and just let this roll. <laughs>